Do I stay or do I go? What is the answer to the marital home or where you're living when you're going through a divorce or a paternity case? So I'm going to give you the reasons today that you may want to stay in the marital home or where you're living and or where you want to move out to or whether you should move out. So let's get started. I'm Tom Marks with the Marks Law Firm in Orlando, Florida, and welcome to the Healthy Family Law Attorney. So why should you stay? Well, number one, you should always stay with the minor children. So if you move out of the marital home or where you're living without the minor children, you're gonna look bad to the court. That's number one. Number two, you're also gonna open up an opportunity for opposing counsel or your spouse to say you abandon the children. And so to make you look bad if it's a custody case. So don't move out without the kids unless there are dire circumstances, which I'm gonna to get to later, like abuse. Okay, second reason to stay in the home with the kids is for their consistency, stability, uh, they have their bedrooms, all their toys, their stuff, their everything they're used to in the home. Maybe the family pet. Obviously, their friends are in the neighborhood, uh, neighbors that they're used to, uh, nearby parks, whatever. So try to do what's in the best interest of the minor children. Stay in the home, again, unless there's abuse or something like that, for the stability and consistency of the kids. Number three. You want to avoid double expense, right? So if you move out, then you're going to have a second rent payment or a second mortgage, second electric bill, utility bills of all kinds, water, gas, whatever. So in order to save on expense, again, if possible, stay in the marital home. All right, number four, you may want to stay in the home at the end of the divorce or after it's all done and said. So if you move out before, that may indicate to the court that you're really not that interested in the house. So again, to make sure that you strengthen your position in the case, if you want to keep the house, try to stay in the house. And finally, number five on staying in the house and related to whether you want to um, keep the house at the end is you want to make sure that the house is maintained in good condition. If you move out, you have very little control over that. Most houses today and divorces are being sold. The market is great. You're getting top dollar for well-maintained houses. So if you want to maintain the value and the resale ability of the house, you want to stay in it to make sure that it's not allowed to deteriorate, I guess, or that there's no damage done to it and so forth. A couple of things to consider if you do end up staying in the house and you're concerned at all about domestic violence or fighting or your safety or whatever, um, move into another room. You can put a lock on that door that you only you have the key for. You can put uh, cameras in the room, uh, let your spouse know that there are cameras so they can't argue that you violated their right of privacy within their own home, but you can put some safeguards in place. If there are good family friends or um, clergy or whatever that can kind of come into the house once in a while, make sure everything's okay. 
do those kinds of things to make sure that you're kept safe within the house if you stay. Okay, so now let's talk about why would you move out of the house in a divorce situation or a paternity? Well, number one reason is abuse. If you're being physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, sexually, whatever, any abuse like that, no one should ask you to stay in that situation. The judge will understand. My biggest uh, recommendation though, is that you take the children with you because abuse of the spouse or the parent is considered tantamount to abuse of the children. And again, we can make that argument to the court why you took the children with you, but don't stay in the house if you're being physically or otherwise abused. All right, number two, kind of on the flip side of that is if you're concerned your spouse is going to make a false allegation of domestic violence to get an upper hand in the case to get you out of the house you may want to move out to avoid that false allegation because this is one of the only areas of law where you're basically considered guilty until proven innocent all your spouse or significant other has to do is either one call the police and tell them that you hit them or assaulted them that uh, they have a reasonable fear for their safety and have some credible argument and the police are going to err on the side of safety and move you out of the house and enter an injunction and then you're basically out um, any firearm you have is is taken from you uh, your rights are suspended until you get back in front of a judge for what's known as a return hearing that has to happen within 15 days. But you may have no contact with your children. You may have, you certainly won't have any contact with your spouse or significant other. There will be limitations on how uh, close you can get to places like the house, school, your spouse or significant other's uh, place of work and so forth. So let me give you a couple of quick uh, definitions, legal definitions. One is assault. Everybody thinks assault and battery are the same. They're not. An assault does not require any physical touching. An assault is simply the imminent apprehension of immediate bodily harm. Imminent meaning it's a, on the verge of happening. It's right there. You're close enough. Uh, apprehension means the person feels like they've been threatened. They may wince and so that is an indication that there's apprehension and of immediate bodily harm is that you could inflict that harm. So if you come up to your spouse, raise your fist, you don't touch your spouse at all, but if they flinch, that's an assault. You can be removed. That can be considered um, sufficient for a petition for an um, injunction against domestic violence. So battery, battery is much simpler definition. It's just an offensive touching. So obviously if you hit, kick, punch, scratch, whatever your spouse, that's going to be a battery, but it can also be you grabbing anything attached to your spouse or your significant other, like their, their phone, uh, an umbrella, their purse, whatever, grabbing it out of their hand that pulls their hand at all. That is also considered a battery. So, if you want to avoid domestic violence, you may want to move out of the house uh, because that can kind of put a black mark against you in the case if 
the uh, domestic violence is upheld. And then you're on the outside looking in, you've got a domestic violence case as well as a dissolution or paternity case going at the same time. Okay, the, the final reason to move out, number three, is a positive one. And that is, if you have a, a, a good, uh, safe place to go, uh, other family member, uh, a good friend, um, somewhere where they can help you with providing for the children. Again, you're moving out with the children. You're letting your spouse know, significant other know where you're going to be. You're not trying to hide the children from your spouse. Um, you're actually communicating the whole time. Um, maybe as soon as you move out afterwards, if you're concerned about your safety or if you're working out um, some plan with your a spouse or significant other of who's going to take care of the children on what days and what the time sharing schedule is going to be. I do recommend that you retain counsel that can put together a temporary time sharing schedule that can make it better for you and the children because you don't want a, a race to the daycare or a race to school who gets there first to get the kids to keep them from the other very damaging to the children. So the last tidbit I will say in this video today is that uh, most psychologists have come to the conclusion that it's not the divorce itself that's the most damaging thing to the children. It's the high conflict between mom and dad that the children feel involved in or impacted by that is the most damaging. So if you can try to do it in an amicable way, in a, in a more uh, friendly, you know, these are your children, put their interests first, do what's in the best interest of the children. This is the Healthy Family Law Attorney channel. So what I like to say is, I believe your family matters. So I wanna provide hope and help your family to successfully navigate the family law process in a healthy way. I hope this video has been uh, helpful. Please uh, like and subscribe, hit that bell icon. Leave a comment below. Love to hear your comments to my videos. And we're shooting a new legal video every Wednesday and a new interview every Friday. So I hope to see you on the next video. Have a great day. Thanks.